It's time for the Rose Chat Podcast, a podcast dedicated to celebrating the world's most beloved flower, the rose. Join award-winning gardeners Chris Van Cleef and Teresa Byington as they chat with rose lovers and experts from around the globe. With each episode, you'll gain valuable knowledge and insights to achieve the rose garden you've always dreamed of. Listen now as we explore the world of roses. Try Haven Brand Soil Conditioners, providing generations of gardeners with a truly all-natural alternative to chemical fertilizers with their line of composted manure and alfalfa teas. Easy to brew and use on all indoor and outdoor plants. Find them online at manuretea.com. Hey, Rose friends. Today we'll be talking about one of those subjects that isn't very fun, but it is necessary. An update on rose rosette disease. And who knows more about this subject than Dr. Mark Wyndham? Now, I'm sure we can all agree on one thing, and that is, regardless of the subject, it is always fun to talk to Mark. So, hey, Mark, welcome back to Rose Chat. Welcome. Uh, It's so good to be here. Thank you for inviting me. So, so, so let's get started out with a little one-on-one on RRD, because I'm sure we're going to have listeners that are thinking, what? Well, RRD. RRD is a virus disease of roses that is lethal. Uh, most roses are susceptible. And symptoms of rose rosette uh, start off as a thickened cane, usually with a lot of extra thorns real skinny leaves, and then it becomes a bunch dense witch's brain. So if our listeners see this in their garden, uh, what should they do? Well, you know, there's several things you could do. One of the easiest is that you could take a picture of it, uh, send it to your, an email to your county agent. If you're on Facebook, you can, uh, If you join Paul Zimmerman's Rose Gardening page, uh, you can post it on there. Uh, You can also, uh, and and people will tell you, including me, if they think it's Rosette or not. And the other thing is, is that you can just Google Rose Rosette, and you'll find all kind of pictures that will help you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so now for the latest in RRD. What's new in the world of Rose Rosette? Well, I think the biggest thing that is new in Rose Rosette uh, world is that resistance has been identified. And this is a game changer. Mm -hmm. Uh, A um, collaborative effort between Texas A&M, University of Tennessee, Oklahoma State, and University of Delaware, uh, we looked at almost 1,300 different roses. Uh, Most of those cultivars, some breeding lines as well, and we looked at 11 rosa species, but we looked at 29 accessions of rosa species. And uh, what that would mean is, say, rosa Rosa Woodsii, we may have had three different accessions. That's that means we got them from three different places, mm-hmm. and uh, and so anyway, out of that, we found about three point five percent of those had resistance. Mm-hmm. Now, once we had resistance, while this was going on, we had uh, 
some experiments going with diploid and tetraploid populations of roses, and we found resistance, and we were able to determine that we have resistance on chromosome 5 and on chromosome 1, uh, a locus at each chromosome. So now we know where resistance is located. And so this is really going to change things as far as breeding goes. So now we're not looking for a resistance anymore. We're wanting to get rose rosette resistance into roses that have horticultural traits that you want. Absolutely. So, um, so what is the next step in this plan? Well, the next step is occurring right now. Uh, I have... 1,000, approximately 1,250 little rose plants that are crosses between roses that have resistance to rose rosette. They're crossed with some plants that have resistance to black spot. They have, they're crossed with plants that have horticultural traits that rosarians demand. And so what we're trying to do now is come up with roses that are resistant to black. We want roses resistant to black spot, roses resistant to rose rosette, and roses that are pretty enough to make, be in your garden. So that's where we are now, and we are working on that just as fast as we can. This is super, super good news. This is a big, big, huge step forward. It's a game changer. It really is. I mean, you're shooting in the dark and trying to catch these things and and burning all the roses. We've come a long way. Good We've come job. a long way. So while that's going on, uh, you know, people keep asking me, when should I start? No, should I use a miticide? Personally, I don't think people should be right now because we don't know how often they should be applied or when they should start. But we're getting some ideas on when they should start. So if, mm-hmm. you, if you are using a miticide to try to reduce arified mites in your rose garden, I would not suggest starting spraying until about a month after your first flush of flowers. Hmm. And that may change, but that's what Mm -hmm. the data is showing right now. So those are the two biggies as far as new things. So um, one other thing I want to touch on is uh, funding for Rose Rosette. Um, would we still like for our friends to help with that? Well, let, let, let me tell you exactly where it is. We're, we are, we have no federal funding at the moment. Uh, we just, well, it will be submitted this week through Texas A&M, but I finished my part last Thursday on, uh, on a big SCRI proposal. Mm-hmm. Now, we won't know if that proposal is funded or not until mid to late July. If it's funded, it won't start till October. So to October 1st. And what are our chances of being funded? Well, I don't know. Um, I do know this. Last year, they funded about 2%. Mm. So, uh, you know, but uh, we feel like we have a very, very strong proposal. Uh, we're very excited about it. We we feel better about this one than any we've ever submitted. And uh, so we feel good about it. But that doesn't help us now. And so, uh, you know, uh, we're doing the best we can, but we need people's help. And, you know, when people say, well, 
I can't send much. You know, we're, we're grateful uh, for a gift of $5, $25, $50, $100, whatever you can do. And it helps because money is additive. And the way that you can do that is one of two things. You can top contact me at mwindham at utk.edu, or you can go to Paul Zimmerman's Rose Gardening uh, Facebook page. And at the very bottom of that is a mechanism that you can use to make a donation. Either way that you do it, the money goes all for one thing resistance and rose rosette excellent wonderful and, uh, and so and and we are struggling to make ends meet so uh, we, we definitely need the help, I so hate friends, the help well friends let's just take that seriously we love roses we need help in this area so let's make those things happen so if they go to paul zimmerman's um rose gardening web page Rose Gardening webpage at on the, the face bottom, of the scroll website. To the bottom, yep. Scroll to the bottom of the first page, and there is a video they can watch and about Rose Rosette, what we're doing with the money. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there is a mechanism. Uh, it'll, it'll look just like PayPal, but it's being done by uh, Paul Zimmerman and Pat Shanley. And uh, our own... Uh, Chris Van Cleve is the auditor. Oh, well, see, there you go. We've got it all covered. We got it covered. <laughs> We've got it covered. Well, great use of our extra money and put it into what's going to make a difference. We can just see now we've got we've got some momentum going and what we're finding. This is wonderful news. So we all want to help. Now, there is a nasty rumor going around that you might be retiring. I am retiring. I will be officially retired from the University of Tennessee July 1st. And so you say, well, then uh, you're out of the game. No, I have already <laughs> been told that I will be designated a emeritus professor. I will be closing my lab in Knoxville, my lab at the Plateau Research an education center near Crossville, Tennessee, I have a lab there too, will remain open. We will be doing Rose Rosette research for another four years. I've gotten permission from my wife. She's my real boss. <laughs> and, uh, and so she's actually will be glad to get rid of me one day a week. But uh, I'll be over there. Uh, the, uh, the stuff that I was doing on that will continue. The mm-hmm. focus will be on Rose Resistance. I have a graduate student finishing in December working with the mic vector. Uh, when that's done, my mic work is over. All I will concentrate on is resistance and rose, roses to rosette because this is the big game changer and the thing we have been dreaming of. I'm not going to walk away until that's done. Oh, my goodness. I'm so glad I've got chill bumps. So glad that you're still going to be working on this. I mean, you've done so much. I mean, this is just like, whew, this is like being in a candy store to hear this good news. This is wonderful. Now, with this post-retirement uh, work, we're thrilled about that. But are you going to still be available for speaking engagements? Absolutely. Uh, in person and Zoom? In person when I can, you know, in the past, I've done in person, and I haven't asked for a lot of help. 
but it'll be coming out of my own pocket now. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, if I can get a little gas money, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> my wife has to drive me. I can't drive. So my <laughs> wife has to drive me. And uh, so she'll be with me. But if you have a, a pallet on the floor in the hallway <laughs> or an extra bedroom somewhere, yeah, we don't have to stay in fancy hotels. Lord, I'm from South Mississippi. She's from South Louisiana. As long as it's not standing water, we're okay. And so, uh, you know, so uh, a little gas money and we'll come in and speak anywhere. We uh, we drove up to the Yankee District last month. That was 1,700 miles round trip. Yeah. So uh, in Connecticut. So, yeah, we'll go. Uh, but I'm certainly open to go to meeting and Zoom type things as well. I did two in the last week. They're wonderful. They're wonderful. So I'm happy you know. to do those as well. Yep. Well, we're uh, so glad. We don't want to lose me. I'm I'm happy to help. Yep. We don't want to lose our access to you. Uh, but now let's go to another subject entirely. Yes, now you've always told me that when you retired, you'd start growing roses again. So is that happening? You know, it's going to. Since I'm still going to be doing some rose work. It's not going to be as much as I had thought, but I'm getting back into roses at home, but it's going to be heirloom, heirloom roses. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm really into. And so is my wife. And remember who the boss is. Yes. She's not interested in form. She's not really interested in color, although she likes purple, but. What she's really interested in is fragrance. Yes. So I can assure you that any rose we have at our house will be very fragrant. And that's one reason why I'm interested, so interested in heirloom roses. There's a lot. I have a, I have a, you know, a, a medium-sized collection of, of heirlooms. And, oh, my goodness, I always call this the, our first spring flush with the old roses blooming fireworks and fragrance because oh, there's blooms for days and fragrance is. is overwhelming it is isn't it and that's uh and you know i wouldn't be doing that if i was worried about rosette yeah and uh you know i'm not yeah. you know the ut rose garden for when i was working with it we didn't really we we managed it for rosette and we didn't have a big of a problem. I quit, and Rosette almost destroyed the garden. Kathy Brenham has got that garden now, and she's doing a fabulous job, and it looks so much better than it ever did. And we have Rosette all around us. Can you grow roses without it? Yes, you can. It just takes a little bit of work, and you have to pay attention to the, all the things we put out on best management practices. Mm-hmm. And the big thing is, if you see it, get rid of it. A no rose in your garden is a child or a grandchild or a dog. So you don't have to cry about it. Just rip it out and put another one in the next day. Oh, many people have called me cruel when it comes to roses. But, you know, there's just so much space. If it looks like it even, you know, if if it's a big black spot attractor or if I just need to make room for some new ones, you know, I love the old ones, but I love all these new ones that are coming out. There's some fabulous new roses coming out and I want to try them. We have that. There are some beautiful ones and many of them have black spot resistance in them now. And so that's a good thing. But that's one reason why I'm interested in heirlooms. They're not resistant to black spot, but they tolerate it. 
Mm-hmm. Most of them outgrow it. They grow so fast, they just, <laughs> you know, as they drop leaves, they just keep pushing out new ones. So, <laughs> now you're uh, now. Now you're beginning to talk like Peggy Martin. That's what she says. Well, oh, they get a little black spot, but it doesn't bother them. They just come on back. You know, the past president of ARS, Pat Shanley, she has a no spray garden. And I defy anybody to walk through her rose garden and say, I've seen prettier ones. (laughs) You know, they're not. Her garden is beautiful. And she doesn't use the spray. Now, does she exhibit? No. That's where you got to draw the line. Yeah. Okay. But if you're not exhibiting and you're just interested in fragrance, well, my goodness, there's many (laughs) things you can do. Yeah, it's true. True. You know, I have to fight it because I want a little bit of all of them. So I don't have too many divas. But, but, you know, I'm (laughs) going to, I'm I'm going to be disciplined on this. Yes. Going to be disciplined, mainly because for the next four years, I'm going to have thousands of rose bushes in Crossville. There you go. See, retirement. Mm, Retirement's something a little different for you. As I it see. is a little different, <laughs> but it's a good difference. I like it. Yes, it is. I want to mention Paul's uh, uh, page one more time while we're still uh, talking about this. Um, yeah. That because you can ask about any question that you have there. There's so many different people regularly on there. You know, Mark's there. I'm there. Lo- loads and loads of people are there, and we'll answer your questions. And and Paul's going to facilitate this very well. So if you have anything going on with your roses or have a question about a variety, ask that question there. It's a good place, and not only that. But Paul has an excellent uh, reserve or library of frequently asked questions that you can go, you know, Mm -hmm. and and look at and where he saved a lot of posts. So you don't have to go scrolling. Mm -hmm. You can search that thing. Mm -hmm. So if you have a problem about black spot or or how to propagate a rose or what roses are most fragrant or anything like that, uh, it's fair. And people are always wanting to help. Yep. Always wanting to help. Yep. It's a great it's place. A very friendly place. Nobody fusses. It's good. <laughs> Nobody fusses. I love that. How Southern. Nobody fusses. We don't want people to fuss. That's for sure. Well, Mark, this has been great. Thanks so much for joining me today with all the good news. Well, Teresa, it's been a lot of fun. It's good to hear your voice. I can't wait to see you again. Oh, I know. We're we're gonna have to just jump right down there in Tennessee and we'll just have to have hey, dinner. Rumor together. has it. Rumor has it. Now that's all it is is a rumor. Okay. But I'm hearing rumors that the Biltmore trials may start back up again. Biltmore oh. is showing some interest of that. So if the Biltmore trials start back up again, wow. We'll, we'll be there. We'll be there for sure, won't we? We will be there. Mark, I tell you, just one bit of good news after the other. <laughs> well, it hasn't happened yet, but I am hearing rumors. Well, that's, well that is that's... not a fact. That is a rumor. <laughs> not all rumors come true, but this one might. Let's okay. hope it does. Oh, we do hope that it does. Mark, thanks so much again, and best on your retirement and the new roses. And give a big hug to Karen for me. I will. Well, friends, this has been so much fun today, even if we've talked about a complicated subject like Rose Rosette. We hope your garden is completely free of Rose Rosette. And until next time, happy gardening. 
You've been listening to the Rose Chat Podcast with Chris Van Cleve and Teresa Byington, expert rose gardeners who want to help you achieve the rose garden of your dreams. Don't miss an episode. Listen anytime on our website at rosechatpodcast.com or listen on the go via the Rose Chat app on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Share this podcast with your social networks and join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by using the hashtag RoseChat. Join us next time for another edition of the Rose Chat Podcast. The Rose Chat Podcast is a production of the Rose Chat Media Group, Birmingham, Alabama.